0: Welcome to Motivated with Liberty. Hello, everyone. This is Liberty Bernal, and welcome to Motivated with Liberty. Today, I am very pleased to introduce you to a wonderful woman who is also here in San Diego with me, and um, she is a new friend, and I am going to introduce you to what she does First, and tell you a little bit about her story, and then we'll get to our official interview. So, today we have Kimberly Powers on the podcast. Kim is a certified ketogenic life coach who runs a seven-week program called Happily Keto, which I love, it's so cute. As a lifelong student of human behavior, she's devoted her career to helping others become empowered to take their physical and mental health back into their own hands. Her clients are military spouses, professionals in the corporate world, health and wellness leaders and their patients, real estate professionals, educators, women entrepreneurs, and celebrities in local media. Kim was certified through the Ketogenic Living 101 Certification Program and the Robbins Madonna Strategic Intervention Program. That's a bit of a mouthful. (laughs) She's been coaching people for over three years now. Kim collaborates with and continually learns from the leaders in the ketogenic industry and is very passionate about helping people reverse the diseases of aging like type 2 diabetes and Alzheimer's. The program that Kim has offers participants a simple and effective way to adopt a ketogenic lifestyle. It's helped hundreds of people worldwide effectively switch from a sugar burning to a fat burning metabolic state to lose weight, fight disease, and look, feel, and be their very best. So Kim, wow. (laughs) Welcome. It's so wonderful to have you join me today.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here.
0: Good. Well, I have some major questions, but before I jump into those, one other thing that you and I have talked about is not only your expertise and focusing on keto, and I know so many people's ears have probably parked like, oh, keto, and someone who really knows their stuff, but you live it yourself. You have a very dramatic before and after picture. You have A story to tell about how this lifestyle changed your life. And that's why you're so passionate about it. So why don't we kick off our podcast today with you explaining that a bit more, just, you know, that, that history and that past and what's brought you to where you are today.
1: Well, yes. So I previously, um, basically my whole life, like I, like you said, I've been a student of human behavior And I've always been passionate about helping people Mm -hmm. find their, sorry, their, um, you know, not have to suffer needlessly. And I've always been looking for ways to help them um, improve or make it through the hard times or whatever. So it started out with organizing and helping people organize their homes and things. So it kind of went from the outside in. And about 2015, um, my daughter started suffering from stress and anxiety. She was uh, 15 years old. She or 14 years old. She really was struggling, and I wanted to help her through that. So I decided to become a um, find the solution, like find some tools to help her. And it it ended up creating that I am a life coach for stress and anxiety. Okay. Amazing.
0: What an amazing mom. (laughs) No, that's so awesome.
1: Yeah. So, so I developed a bunch of skills and of course, you know, your children aren't your ideal clients. So she eventually, you (laughs) know, learned from that, but, um, it actually ended up morphing into, um, deeper and deeper levels of helping people. And at one point I decided, you know what I want to I, on the outside, if you look at my before and after picture, I said, I want to help people manage their minds and I want to be a picture of what people see on the outside that I can manage my mind around food. I need to lose this weight. So, uh, Mm -hmm. what happened to start all that was I figured out by accident that the way that we let go of fat is that our insulin level needs to be low. If there's not a lot of glucose in our system, the insulin levels low and then it looks for another source of fuel for our bodies and it we trigger our bodies to convert fat into our fuel source so i said mm-hmm. i didn't realize what i was i was doing keto when i first started it was kind of crazy i i just was told give up flour and sugar just stop the flour and sugar so i started doing that and then my oldest daughter said you know you're doing keto right and i said <laughs> Uh, <laughs> talking. By
0: the way, mom. Yeah,
1: so I ended up. Yeah. I ended up um looking into that. I said, "Oh, yep, yeah, that's what I'm doing." And as I started to realize how beneficial this was using ketones, especially in the brain for people with stress and anxiety, and the inflammation that's in the brain before, for, based on the carbs that we're eating, um, and how that, if you can use ketones more in the brain, you you can relieve depression. Um, The the anxiety is not as severe. The clarity that comes from that would help my clients. So I decided that's it. I got to get certified to teach people to do this. And it went from there. And here I am.
0: I love it. What I love the most is that you didn't just say, I've learned this lifestyle and it's worked for me. I'm going to now teach people. You went through the steps you needed to go through to do it right, so to speak, because, you know, part of my concern always is the education side and not in the traditional sense of education. But when there is a, something like, you know, keto, you know keto and that keto diet and it becomes a fad and people just start doing their own version and then it becomes unhealthy for some people, I that's where I like I you know kind of freak out mm-hmm. <laughs> because a lot of people just think they can just do it or just teach it. And there, there's much more to it than that. And that's why I wanted to bring you on the podcast so you could share, I guess, you know, share your story, but also overcome misinformation. Because even from my perspective, frankly, I've never recommended a keto diet. And I'm going to say this just very openly, it's, it just didn't work well for me. And maybe I did it wrong, Kim, you know, but I found a different way of eating that kept me, you know, healthy and, you know, all the levels of our you know, things that we measure for health. And that's the thing is we're all different. Our bodies are different. People respond differently to things. One thing is not maybe the best for another. But what I like about what you've done is you've combined it with the life coaching. And, you know, as you explained to me the the life coaching program you went through, you know, is part of Tony Robbins and you know, everybody loves Tony Robbins mm-hmm. <laughs> and knows okay. he does it right. Um, so I would love to ask you questions based on your experience and knowledge with keto to, I think, ease the mind of listeners when they're worried about what keto could do negatively. Mm -hmm. And maybe all of that isn't even true, right? Like, I think we just kind of go by what we hear from friends or, you know, what one person may have tried that didn't work for them. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So, First and foremost, when you said you gave up sugar and flour, were you one of those people who said, I can eat as much cheese and meat as I want? Or did you realize soon that, okay, I can't really go that route. I mean, how did you find that balance? Or better question, what is the proper balance? Because that's the assumption of a lot of people, honestly, about keto is meat, cheese, heavy, tons of fat. Mm -hmm. And that's where a lot of nutritionists kind of like cringe and go, ah. Yeah. So, what, is that, what does that balance look like? What's the real answer there?
1: Okay. So, when I, like I said, when I first started, I didn't realize I was doing keto. I just cut out flour and sugar and I started to lose weight. But once I figured out what keto was, it's really forcing your body to access alternate fuel. And in order to do that, there you have to have a certain amount. Certain macro macro balance, and the the balance is, and it's crazy to hear, especially since we've been told for years and years and years that fat is bad. But Mm -hmm. we need (laughs) in in order to make sure that your body is in ketosis, you want to eat about seventy two percent of your calories in fat. About 23% in proteins and 5% of your caloric intake in carbohydrates. And typically, and that usually works out for women to be about five, I'm sorry, about 20 grams of carbs per day. And before our normal, if we're not doing anything to regulate what we're eating, typically uh, the American diet, the human, the, um, what is it? The, uh, the human diet can was about 300 carbs a day around two to 300 carbs a day. So going down that low is really extreme for people. But, mm-hmm. um, so that's why that's, that's the way that's really just how it works. It's a, it's a, it's a, a measurable thing that you can have too. You can measure that you are in ketosis, um, either for a couple of three different ways, but the first way I would recommend is using, um, the ketone strips and you just basically pee on it. And if it turns pink, you're in ketosis. So you, you can measure it. You can know that you're really using your own body fat for fuel and everything that comes out of the, uh, urine is actually excess. It's not being used for fuel. So if you've got some there, then, you know, you've created that for your body.
0: Got it. And I know a lot, I mean, a a lot of people would say, well, ketosis isn't for everyone, right? And there are some people experience side effects with ketosis. Um, Can we talk a little bit about that too, just to help people understand? Because I'm sure as you've been working with clients, they may have experienced, I know I've heard of the keto flu Mm -hmm. or, you know, just different things. And, And part of that just may be that initial huge reduction in sugar for some people. Right. Yeah. I know people just cut sugar and they feel horrible yeah. because they've, their body's been addicted to it. So let's talk about that. Cause some of that's immediately what people ask me is like, I heard ketosis is really bad for you or, yeah. you know, so
1: what, what do we say to that? So, okay. So first of all, of course, now that I know what I know and I know that mm-hmm. so many of our fat or hormones are based on fat, that the fact that, several, like around the 60s, 70s, when Truman had a heart attack, and and all of a sudden, the, the country decided low fat was the way to go.
0: Based mm-hmm. on that
1: information, we are now struggling with really crappy, broken, fat-based hormones, because we're not eating enough fat. So, but what mm-hmm. your question about the keto flu, and what happens, what happens is, when we let go of our Carbs, like we reduce our carbs, every single glucose molecule that you have attracts about a hundred molecules of water. So when we reduce our, the sugars in our blood, we, there's nothing for these waters to stick to. So in the very yeah. beginning, we're losing a lot of water weight. There's nothing for it to hang on to. So it, it escapes us. And with that, we lose sodium, we lose, um, our electrolyte, you know, so our bodies go through and it usually only lasts about a week or so, um, a period of adaptation. So in that time, we need to up our fluids. We need to up our salts. You actually want to suck on like salt crystals and take, um, the, Epsom salt baths, like 40 minutes soaking in a Epsom salt bath because our skin is the biggest organ and that will get us through that initial period until our body starts to become adapted to this l- different lifestyle. It's a temporary situation. And most people, if they don't realize it's coming up, give up. And they think, oh,
0: I it's not for I me. Bet. It's
1: not for me. I felt like crap. I can't do this, yeah. but if you know what's happening and you can combat it with the, the hydration and the electrolytes and the sodium, it, it makes it so much easier. And then you get through that and then you start adapting to the higher fat lifestyle.
0: Yeah. And that makes sense. I mean, even just the fact that, I mean, your body's run, it's running out of what it was used to for energy. Like if you're used to sugar and carbs as your energy energy and you suddenly force, like you literally flip switch, yep. then your body's going to react to that. It doesn't okay. like it. And I think that that's, to me, that goes for any lifestyle change. I mean, even when someone's been sedentary and they suddenly start working out, does it feel good? Mm-hmm. No, they're sore, they're <laughs> achy, you know, and like that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's similar. Um, what about And here's something that I've heard a lot when people talk about keto and their carbohydrate reduction, when people say, but our brains need carbohydrates, you know, every cellular function, you know, we rely on carbs. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you explain that a bit better too? When people are concerned, like I'm going to do something to my brain. (laughs) If I don't have enough carbs,
1: what happens? Right. Okay. So first of all, it's a myth that you need to consume carbohydrates to live. Your body is so incredibly smart that it turns the protein that you eat into carbohydrates for your brain. And on another note, the 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 ketones in the brain are so ketones. The energy difference between a carbohydrate and a ketone is huge. Mm -hmm. You actually have way more energy because a, a carbohydrate is about four grams per calorie. A keto gram is about nine carb or nine calories per gram. And it's a much bigger source of energy. It's kind of like when our bodies start are always running on, uh, carbs we run out of energy about every two to three hours. And that's why we eat about every two to three hours. Because if you think of it kind of like a campfire, if you're running on carbs, you're running on uh, like pine needles as your energy source. But if you're running on a ketone, you're running your, the the energy lasts so much longer. It's about, it's like putting a huge log on the fire. And that's why it lasts so much longer and gives you so much more energy. Your brain, people, they've found, they've been doing studies on the brain, people with Alzheimer's and dementia have a problem with the uptake in the glucose and using it properly. And when they are introduced to ketones, either by using their own body to get there or using exogenous ketones, they are showing marked improvement on their brain function. So You do not need to consume Um, carbs to have enough to fuel whatever your brain needs
0: because your body will create it for itself. It's so interesting how our bodies adapt. And, you know, and I think that is the key that we need to understand is that, you know, our body will adapt, bottom line. So we need to educate ourselves we need to feel good. I think first and foremost, and any, like, you know, I am a huge proponent of not cleansing long-term or anything. I just like mm-hmm. cleanses like once a month, if I do a three-day sort of cleanse, like juice cleanse, right? Some people are very anti and you might cringe at that because you're like, sugar, <laughs> you know, <there's... laughs> but it's worked well for me. You know, I've, and that's mm-hmm. just my body And and some of my clients, same thing. It's worked well. Some, it hasn't some, something like keto would be way better no matter what when there's a shift, the body is angry. Sometimes during the second day of a cleanse like that, mm-hmm. I don't feel yep. good. <laughs> it's like, what? My body's used to all the you know processed sugar or whatever else it might be that is now no mm-hmm. longer there. So you know it's fascinating to understand that. And what's wonderful is that you have that baseline education. So when you have a client who says, I want to try keto, but I would like to do it the right way. I need mm-hmm. you to coach me. You're there for that. You're there for that support and to help them become educated and, and keep on learning. Um, and when it comes to keep on learning, Kim, how is it long-term? Cause the last thing I would say that I hear the most about keto is people just, they just jump to the conclusion. It's a yeah. short-term shift to help people lose weight, but they can't maintain it because it's too restrictive. So can you help explain yeah. that as my last big keto okay. question? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I
1: honestly plan to live the rest of my life mostly in keto. It's the reason I do this is because I know that the likelihood of contract, like getting diabetes or Alzheimer's is going to be extremely low. It is. It's um, it's when you when you're my age, I'm 50. And I know my dad, for instance, uh, was type two diabetes and he's gone keto and his he has reversed his diabetes with a ketogenic diet. It's so healing. Our bodies are not meant to have the high amount of processed carbs that we've had. And there's so many um, so much proof about how we can reverse diabetes now with a ketogenic diet. I, for one, want my future to be free of those diseases of aging, if I can help it. So that's my big why. That's why it becomes something I can do 80 to 90% of the rest of my life, because I, I know I'm healthier this way. So when it comes to people sticking to it and it becoming temporary or not, it just depends on what your why is. If you're in it just for weight loss, you can lose the weight, but if you don't change your mindset and adapt a big, why have something big out there that you're doing this for, you're going to be back where you were before. Just like, mm-hmm. in the end the yes,
0: a thousand percent. So
1: I really do yes. work with the people who get in my program. I work with beginners. I wanna I want to spread the word that this is an option for health. This is an option for getting rid of uh, uh, many medications that you do not have to be taking. If if you can just change the way you eat, and that it's satiating, you do not, you reset your hormones and your, uh, any fat-based hormones, you do not feel deprived. Once you get fat adapted, it is not hard to do. And when you want to, it's not a forever, like you can never have cake again or whatever. If you think about your whole life, you've got seven Eight ten times a year, Christmas, you know, New Year's, your birthday, Valentine's Day, have a good day, eat what you want. But the rest of the time, eat, eat on your plan. And that's another, another big thing I work with people on is their mindset. And if I really believe that our primitive brains are running the show a lot of times basically saying I want it, and then we Immediately listen and we give it to our bodies, whatever it is sugar, whatever. I work on people's human brain, the brain that's able to override our primitive brain and make a plan for our future in our best interest. So I work really, really hard on people's mindset and planning 24 hours in advance at minimum and stick and honoring ourselves and sticking to our plan. That's That's my favorite work to do is to work on mindset and willingness to feel empowered by their own mind. They can do it.
0: It's absolutely possible. Yes, I agree. And I love that. And I mean, honestly, Kim, what you're doing is so essential. And I think, you know, anyone who's listening, who's considering keto to try it or learn more about it should contact you. <laughs> and so I, I know we, I always say this, I think every podcast, like, ah, we can keep talking for so long, but you know, anyone listening, I've already told Kim as a warning, I'm going to be calling on her to come back on this podcast a lot because, yeah. you know, I think now, you know, we've talked about keto and generalities, but we can get much more specific. And I would invite any listener too, to, to, let me know if there are questions that I can send to Kim even prior to a podcast where Kim's back and get those questions answered in the anchor app. There's a place where you can ask questions directly. Um, so if anyone's listening through anchor, but Kim, there are so many ways to reach out to you. So if people have questions or they're considering working with you, um, you have a website, happily keto.com, which I love. The name of your business. Mm-hmm. Um, your email is Kim, just K-I-M at happily You're on Facebook at happily keto. You're on Instagram, you're Kim the Keto Coach. Hashtag happily keto, mm-hmm. of course. I love it. Um, you know, I think you are doing the world a wonderful service at offering this education. And like I said, it may not be for everyone, and that's okay, mm-hmm. but there are people who will thrive. Yeah from this way of living and from getting off the processed sugar from understanding that there is a good way to eat fat. And you know, you, you are extending lives by decades, I'm sure. And it's amazing and appreciated. Well,
1: thank you so much for saying all that. Yes. Oh, you're welcome. And thank you so much <laughs> for doing this podcast, just spreading motivation, helping people grow and, and stay as healthy as possible. and being so open-minded about all the different um, different ways that we can improve our health. I love it.
0: Good. Thank you. Well, that's the idea is, you know, the podcast is called motivated. It's about motivation, inspiration, but it's, it's so much about education and I will promise to never just be nearsighted or, or one way about anything. I really want to to expose all the ways to listeners so they can make an educated choice themselves. So so thank you again, Kim. Before we go, is there anything else that you'd like to leave us with today?
1: Yeah. So it, I would say, if you are at all considering um, going keto, just the very first step is to download some sort of tracking app and start paying attention to how many carbs are in the food you eat. If you can just start there, light bulbs go off in your head, and it, it, and you can you can see you can see how much room there is for
0: healing in that. Oh, Yeah. Good. Thank you. I think that's an excellent, excellent suggestion. And um, reach out to Kim, right, Kim? It's not like, no. not, yeah, just reach out if someone has a question and go from there. And Kim, thank you. I appreciate you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you again for doing this. My pleasure. So everyone, this has been another episode of Motivated with Liberty. Thank you so much for listening and I'll be back soon. Don't forget to visit com. Check out my Instagram feed, free workout videos, information about coaching, and more.